Good evening and welcome to tonight's episode of The Crime Shop. Well, it's official, everyone. Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are split. Their bromance is on the back burner at the very least for the moment. And they are making their friends and allies pick sides. At this very moment, the Claremont Institute bails on Donald Trump and is chosen to buddy up with Ron DeSantis. Some of you might be wondering who the Claremont Institute is. Well, to answer that, let's go back to 2020, where the Claremont Institute's leaders helped to engineer Donald Trump's efforts to stay in office after his 2020 loss. So, word of caution to DeSantis, be careful who your bedfellows are because everyone remembers this. That's right, the organization sided with Trump during his years in office and played a pretty major role in Trump's efforts to stay in power after he lost the 2020 election. The group's efforts to stir the part have only multiplied since Trump has left office. The right-wing wannabe think tank tried to help normalize former President Donald Trump. The way he thinks, his sick and twisted views, helped in shaping his administration and aided his attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Again, Ron DeSantis should not be proud of the fact that this group wants to get in bed with him. And I would wear protection if I were him. Now, they call themselves a think tank. Isn't that adorable? The only tank they are good at being is of the septic nature, now isn't it? The Claremont Institute president, Ryan Williams, has declared that the Institute's mission is to save Western civilization and suggested that the Constitution is really only fit for a Christian people. In other words, those that feel superior to that of the rest of us. Look, I get it, but the U.S. Constitution, while it has its purpose in today's world, is archaic and outdated. It happens to be in dire need of a much-needed update or two or more. Its purpose no longer serves the Western civilization, and the only way to save the Western civilization is to do away with the old constitution and that whole old ideology which is rife with other ineptitude on a level that is unmatched by anything else. But to make things worse, the head of the Claremont Institute's new Florida office, Scott Yenner, has said that career-focused women are more medicated, meddlesome, quarrelsome than a woman should be. So here's the thing. Scott, let's pick our battles. You and the head, your boss, who's in Washington, because I got more ladies. This is going to be good. But these men need to learn how to pick their battles. Women in the United States outnumber men. Another man thinking it's a man's job to run the world when every single time one does, they just make it that much worse. I believe that Scott would benefit greatly from medication as well as some psychiatric care in an institution. 
But then again, so does his boss, who heads the Claremont Institute's Washington, D.C. office, and who told Tucker Carlson that women's strength lay in the power of sexuality and argued that progressives are pushing for an androgynous and re-feminized world that destroys society. I find it funny how the only thing destroying society is this very way of thinking. And those that support it seem to enjoy turning a blind eye to it. Stop sexualizing women, bloody morons. Then you'll see that we tend to be able to do your jobs better than you do. Simple as that. But what's more? Is this the hill they want to die on by going to war with women? This is the hill you want to die on. DeSantis, I would, again, get those condoms out because you need to be thinking about things these men are saying. It's archaic, it's old and wrong, and you know it. Charles Kessler, senior fellow at the Claremont Institute, had this to say about DeSantis. There are quite a few at the Institute who personally prefer DeSantis as the next candidate. And I would count myself among that group. DeSantis' competence as a chief executive is very impressive, as is his ideological approach. Charles went on to say, on a whole range of issues where wokeness is a threat, he has risen to the occasion rhetorically, but he's also trying to do something about it legislatively. That combination is quite rare. I would expect to see DeSantis to be much better, more realistic and more efficient chief executive than the former president. Hold on. <laughs> it's going to get better, trust me, because the wokeness thing and the doing stuff legislatively is very hypocritical, which I will show you here in a moment. Wokeness aside, the world is a changed place from that of the 1500s, the 1600s, the 1700s, the 1800s, 1930, 1950, 1960, and the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, and the early 2000s, in fact. We are evolving much to the dismay and dislike of groups like the Claremont Institute, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and all of their followers. Women have excelled in fields that were once male-dominated, and we have excelled past our male counterparts, which speaks volumes. But now the Claremont Institute is turning its back on Donald Trump and teaming up behind Ron DeSantis. They are in fact letting it be known that they much prefer Ron over that of Donald and have decided to side with Ron and offer their support in his effort to run for President of the United States. Ron, pay attention. Republicans are starting to realize, with the exception of Ron, that more and more young voters will not vote in their favor when they share ideologies such as those of the Claremont Institute. Yes, some aspects of wokeness are absurd, while other aspects make sense. The fact remains that groups like the Claremont Group are a dying breed, much like boomers and organized religion. 
people are beginning to see truth, failures, and the embarrassment that those groups represent. And organized religion by far is the most embarrassing. Everyone should be embarrassed by that. It's rife with hypocrites who have been known to molest and sexually assault young children. Christianity will tell you that the Christian way is to be kind to all man, yet they look down their fucking noses at everyone, the Santes, the Claremont group, case in point. You're supposed to accept and care for your fellow man, not be a tyrant. This is being a tyrant. People fight control, and these types of beliefs and ideologies seek to control, and today's world is not okay with seeking to control things such as reproductive rights, women in the workplace, voting rights, inequality for those of color, and the LGBTQIA communities. The bitter, hateful rhetoric of groups like the Claremont Institute, DeSantis and his followers, Trump and his followers, are quickly fading and going ignored because the change people seek is not something any of those groups could ever provide, as Trump proved while he was in office. These are the people and groups who are taking issue, and here's the twist, with art after all. Not at all smart now, are they? And I think we know what I'm talking about. Michelangelo's, David. Give it to Florida to complain about the cancel culture and wokeness. Then fire a school teacher and cause a principal to quit because a, si a kid saw a, a penis on a statue. So I'm already jumping to some of the comments that I posted. My guess is that the very men opposing art are getting a little turned on by it. Gay fetishes and fantasies. And the women complaining know that they could very well lose their man at any time to another man. For fuck's sake, stop sexualizing art along with women. Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. But here are some rather classic responses to the entire issue. And I'm not going to read them all. You can go to my website. A Florida teacher was forced to quit for showing students photos of Michelangelo's David. Mistaking art for pornography is just ridiculous. And let's not forget the memes. There are thousands of memes. I've only posted a few on the site. Some memes depict Ron DeSantis being photoshopped on the image to look as though he's putting underwear on David, to his face being photoshopped in the place of the 14-foot-tall statue's penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading some of these and they are great, but someone pointed out that Animal Crossing, yeah, does everyone know the Animal Crossing series that kids have? Well, it has, um, my, David makes an appearance in the video game, right? Michelangelo's David makes an appearance. So is Florida going to ban the game or are they going to demand that for Florida, somebody cover Michael's penis. Florida activists and artists have also joined in. Rebecca Jones, who's the data scientist and Florida COVID-19 whistleblower tweeted, 
called it under Ron DeSantis new draconian anti-woke laws. And she shared a tweet that she made in February in which she asked, I'm curious what DeSantis plans to do about all the classical Western art since descriptions of nudity and also sex, Rebecca, get books banned because there's descriptions of nudity and sex in a lot of that Western shite. In another comment, she wrote, I predicted this months ago, even used the statue of David as an example. I'm the fascist whisperer. And that you are, darling, that you are. Another individual noted, had this to say, noted, marble penis expert. It's just a penis and, well, a rather pretty one at that. Not sure what the big deal is. About 50% of us have one. (laughs) Actually, it's not 50%. Again, women outnumber men in this country. The point is, Florida is making an issue out of the statue. And here's the thing. Florida and those against wokeness and the cancel culture had an issue. Now, here's where the hypocrism comes in. They had an issue when people wanted statues of, you know, slave owners removed, Civil War statues removed. And the cry for that was, you can't remove those. That's a part of history. So is this art. It's part of history. So don't be a hypocrite, Ron. Think about what you're doing. Because if people were to take a step back and really look at the situation and the Claremont Institute and all the bullshit that you're pushing, it's the very same crap that you complain other people want to push. They're asking for equality and you want to take us back to the dark ages, but you're doing the very same thing to get there. You're taking the very same baby steps and you're making the very same moves. So, It's just very perplexing that while they complain about wokeness and the cancel culture, they're going to do the same thing. Case in point, Michelangelo David. Now, what really makes all of this truly remarkably funny to me is that I have been reading countless posts from people who currently live in Florida and who were there for COVID, who lost loved ones during the COVID pandemic, when during the thick of it. And these people are taking to social media and they're getting more restless, I've noticed. And I I get feeds from everywhere and I have scouts send me feeds, but some of these posts are quite worrisome. And this is where Ron and Donald should be worried. These feeds are starting to turn into the blame game. And what these people are doing are blaming Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis for deaths at the hands of Florida hospitals for the lives that were lost due to the treatments that both Trump and DeSantis backed and stood behind. To understand that, both of them stood behind one particular treatment and a lot of people are blaming that treatment for the death of their loved one. And here's the thing, once people start realizing that they're being noticed and people are picking up on their stories, they're going to become more vocal 
which is only going to hurt both Ronald DeSantis and Donald Trump. It's going to hurt them. And in a way, were people, supporters, particularly those that hold some kind of political support that could really help you go far, they're going to back off. They're going to start backing off because some of the words that I've seen thrown around or some of the statements are, my loved one was murdered at the hands of a Florida hospital by a Trump-backed treatment or Ron DeSantis-backed treatment. And when I see things like murder, that really makes me curious to see what is going to happen here. It's like a popcorn moment, if you will. I want to put up a chair and just wait for it. And then all hell is going to ensue. It could get very interesting. These Ron DeSantis and these accusations and Donald Trump and these accusations about murder because of the treatments they backed during the thick of COVID. It's an ugly little thing hiding in the corner that is just going to jump up and bite them when they least expect it. And I hope it does actually. Not that I am happy that people died. I do hope it bites them because they're hypocrites. And Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, those are the types of individuals we would be getting if either won the election. But it's a pretty sure bet that they won't. People on both sides are sick and tired of these pathetic ideologies that make no common sense whatsoever. And on both sides, they're ready to say goodbye to those types of things. And that includes Republicans. When I say both sides, so Ron and Donald, you know, I don't know that either of you really have much of a chance this go around. And that is all for tonight's episode of The Crime Shop.